me, I definitely have more of a pale tongue to the point of, uh, for, for again, for those of you who are watching, and Tanya has a bit of that too. It's more swollen and uh, on the side of the tongue, it's a little scalloped. And so you think about what that means. Well, the scalloping is, it's like the tongue is kind of fat. Today, we are talking about a different kind of diagnosis. It's called tongue diagnosis, which is so fascinating for me. We have all these different technologies like ultrasounds and blood work and you know MRIs and CT scans to diagnose patients. But sometimes technology fails us and we're so lost. And one of the best things that you can do in that case, either even before you go through all that technology assessment to kind of direct you, um, if all of that has failed you, then tongue diagnosis and what we'll talk about in a future episode is a pulse diagnosis. Chinese medicine adds so much to being able to assess. And I've had so many personal health stories where Chinese medicine has shown up for me in terms of understanding my body, the different organ systems. And today we're going to talk a little bit about tongue diagnosis and Mary, our expert over at Alive Holistic uh, Chinese medicine practitioner is going to talk about tongue diagnosis and and get to send a picture of my tongue, but I will do that before blueberries at some point. So you can you can I mean I could show you my tongue now, Mary, but it's up to you. Well, you know what? Um, we should just stick it out right now. One, you know? two, three. You're okay. like me. Okay, so if, oh. for those of you who are um, listening, you'll go back to our My Fertology on YouTube channel and subscribe and all that, but we can actually see the visuals of our tongue if you really want, are curious about how our tongue looks like and how it relates to yours. And here's the deal. Did you know that the tongue is the only internal muscle that is visibly seen? And as such, it's it gives us a signal and shows us where we're at and how imbalanced we are. And it really shows us and provides a message about how healthy we are. And Chinese medicine has been around for like, oh, you know, 3,000 years, something like that. And back then, there were certainly no Western diagnostic tools, all the fancy machineries that we have. So we had to rely on something. And the physicians back then were able to look into the body through pulse diagnosis, through tongue diagnosis, through facial diagnosis, all of that, like which gives us insight as to the internal workings of the body. And ideally, we want to be able to help the body before you get unwell. And that's traditionally how acupuncture and Chinese medicine worked. And in fact, in the days of the emperor, his physician was paid when he was well and not paid when he was sick. Like, imagine what the healthcare industry would be like if that was the case, right? We would be like fully paying attention to us when we were well. And unfortunately, I don't know about you, but I've literally gone to the doctor and <laughs> if they can't really find something and with the complaint that you may have, like, oh, I have a tummy ache. Oh, but I don't see anything under the, any kind of scope or ultrasound. Then they'll say, well, just wait. If it gets worse, then come back and we'll see if we can find something. And so that's one approach, absolutely. And it's certainly very helpful when you have those acute circumstances and where you need surgery or something like that. But what happens if you have like chronic problems? Well, guess what? The tongue and the pulse can indicate these minor imbalances and you want to get to them before it becomes a giant problem. Doesn't that make sense? 
So, 100%. Yeah. You, you want to try to not let it get to those places where your genes get turned on and you end up in the emergency room, right? So if you can catch up before, absolutely. And it's nice to have that kind of, I, I love that concept of treat um, or get paid when you're by keeping the emperor healthy versus like get paid for a sick treatment, right? That makes mm-hmm. total sense. Like too bad we didn't have that kind of world now. Yeah, it's a very different world for sure in the world of quick fixes. So here's, I want to make this very practical for people so that you can investigate your own tongue. So after you we're done this podcast, you can literally look at your own tongue and say, hmm, we're going to go a little high level. And, you know, it's going to be like a 10 minute podcast. So we're just going to go into like five basic ones because that's something to start with. I'm not expecting you to be this medical expert on tongues. So just like at a higher level, like what does that mean? So we're going to talk about five different kinds of tongues. One that has like very little coating. It may have cracks. It's dry. What does that mean? Second one is like a pale tongue. Third one is like a red tongue. Fourth one is a swollen tongue. And the fifth one is like a super coated tongue. And we'll break it down, talk about what they mean. Now, the truth is in reality, we actually can have a mixed tongue, meaning it's not just specifically one thing. But again, we're going to break it down like a textbook, okay? So first of all, then let's look at the one with the little coating. So naturally, there is this tiny coating on the tongue. It reflects the amount of um, moisture we have. So if it's very little coating, there's it's dry and it's cracked, well, it makes sense to say, gosh, the body might be a little dry. We're dehydrated. And some of the symptoms that may come up, and it can be common for something like a person with menopausal type symptoms. But guess what? I've certainly seen lots of women and men that have this type of tongue even being young. So it's like their predisposition in the world. And so what does that mean? Well, they can have symptoms of like, oh gosh, I get more irritable. I get more insomnia. I can be sweaty. Like, you know, if you were to rate yourself as I'm always cold or I'm always hot, well, this person will tend towards being hot. And so for a person that may be imbalanced with that, it's then taking care of it, like listening to those symptoms. So maybe for that person, you might want to hydrate more. And maybe for that person, you can, you you have the ability to have uh, more cooling types foods, like cucumbers are good for these kinds of people. And so the next one, again, I don't want to go take a giant deep dive in all of them. And um, so at the end of it, if you're interested and want to know more, just call us at Alive Holistic Health Clinic. See one of our practitioners who are experts at looking at the tongue. And by the way, when Dr. Tanya and I speak, this is not medical information. This is for your interest. This is not, um, so it's a disclaimer to say, this is not medical advice. So go to the appropriate healthcare practitioners. So number two, it's a pale tongue. And me, I definitely have more of a pale tongue to the point of, uh, for, for again, for those of you who are watching, and Tanya has a bit of that too. It's more swollen. And uh, on the side of the tongue, it's a little scalloped. And so you think about what that means. Well, the scalloping is, it's like the tongue is kind of fat. And it's not filling in the mouth so well. So the scalloping is because it's hitting the side of the teeth. It's not being contained. 
So what does that mean? So you, and, and symptom wise, you might have more this sensation of bloating. You might not digest very well. So in Chinese medicine, we say, may say, oh gosh, like there's a spleen deficiency, qi deficiency. So there's not enough energy to, to hold the tongue in place and not enough energy to help you digest the food so well that we're able to assimilate, like so absorb and assimilate throughout the body. And instead it can kind of like coagulate and it's like this damp marshy bit that's in the body. It's a very common tongue. Don't, don't look at, at each, each tongue as bad and wrong, right? It's, it's just your disposition. So for someone like myself and, and Tanya, like we are more the chi deficient type. So we need to make sure that we um, don't overexpend our energy. And simultaneously we tend towards, um, doing better with more cooked foods, more warm foods. So it's all very fascinating. And uh, pale tongue itself can show that you might be more anemic. And it may definitely show that you, you have a disposition when it comes to digestion. So now the third one, let's talk about the red tongue. It could be quite vibrant in color. And again, because things can be mixed, I find that there's a lot of people, even like someone like myself with the pale tongue proper, the tip could be red. So what does that mean? Well, it's like, if you think about, you know, overworking mind, right? It's, it's like the energy, all the steam is, has risen up to the top of the head and all the energy is there. So it's, it's talking about some excessive heat in the body. And with a case of the tip of the tongue, then certainly it's more, more in the mind, right? If it's an overall redness, then your, your body's more in this inflammatory state. So, uh, and it may even uh, tell us that you have an actual infection or inflammation. So somebody that normally has a pale tongue can all of a sudden have a red tongue because they're in the infectious state. Does that make sense? Okay. And, uh, oh, you know what? We kind of went, I talked about the pale tongue and then because we were talking about my and Tanya's tongue specifically, we talked about the swollen tongue. So oftentimes I find people with swollen tongue can tie to a pale tongue, but there are also people that will have a swollen tongue and there's actually redness involved. So there's the different nuances reflects different things in the body. So again, back to the swollen tongue, that's going to tell us that there's retention of fluid. There could be blockages. This is where, you know, if a person's menstruating, they can say, gosh, like when I get my menstrual cycle or PMS time, I feel more bloated. My breasts are more tender, that kind of thing. And um, again, it talks about kidney and spleen energy that can be not in balance. And then, so the last one is, it's not just about the tongue proper. It's really about the coating of the tongue. So again, I think we talked about this earlier where the coating is a reflection of the state of our body fluids. So it's normal to have a little bit of, um, gentle, thin coating that is clear. So it's more pathological when you have like a thick greasy tongue coat. And that could be white or that could be yellow. Now, Tanya was saying, oh, I don't want to show you my tongue because of the, my blueberries. Well, that is there too. So when you look at your tongue at home, just be aware of what you've been drinking and eating. So if you've had curry that is bright yellow, then obviously you don't actually have a yellow tongue. But guess what? We actually see people who will naturally have a yellow coating on their tongue. 
And that, again, is a reflection of there's some heat, there's an inflammation. So it's just a nice way of having insight as to what's going on in the body and then what we need to do about it without, you know, having to be scoped by the physician at the medical doctor's office. And so you could just look at that and go, oh, well, what do I need to do at home? And this is where you can consult a, a TCM physician so that you can either, you know, drink certain herbal Chinese teas that is known traditionally for thousands of years to help that inflammatory process to decrease the heat and inflammation. And then there's also the acupuncture in of itself to again, help normalize, to balance, to increase the blood flow and all that. Do you have any comments about all I've said? Is that, am I missing anything? Yeah. The only thing I would say is scale back a moment because you're talking and and tell us about like the organ systems and how they relate map wise, like where in the tongue, you know, each organ is kind of reflected. You kind of went through the properties, like the dampness and the heat and that kind of stuff. But for example, and then you said the tip of the tongue, if it goes red, but like, is that an organ part? Very good. Yes. I love that. And so if you have more interest to learn, certainly you're right. There's an actual map of the tongue. And depending on which tradition, they are mapped out slightly different. But just the overall uh, way of looking at it, what people generically will see is that the very tip of the tongue is reflecting the state of the heart and the shen. The shen is like the spirit of the person. So if there is a lot of anxiety and stress, typically that person may have a red tongue tip. Or if it's not the tip itself, it could be what we call the um, the papilla, right? So the little dots on the tongue that could be red. Now, you could have those red dots on the tongue, but it could be on the sides of the tongue. And typically the sides is reflective of the liver energy. And again, we're speaking of the energetics of the body, not necessarily, it could be, but not necessarily the physical organ of the body. And every associative organ has an associative energy. So if their tongue is red on the sides, then we say, oh, well, for sure, there could be like a, you know, more toxicity within the liver. It's overtaxed and overtaxed, meaning not just physically on what you do to it, but even emotionally. We say that the, the, Liver is a detox organ, but it also is where we filter our emotions. It's normal to experience every emotion, which includes some of the stuff that we don't like, which is fear and worry and anxiety and, you know, grief, um, anger, irritability, frustration, fright, all that, right? On top of the joy that we just love to feel. So when it comes to the liver, like if it's quite red on the side, then we note that, you know, there's probably a retention of energy of the emotion, the emotional energy, and it needs to come out in a really lovely way. And acupuncture, again, is one way that we can re- calm that energy. I, you know, I'm sure you've experienced too, and, and our our patients certainly express it day in, day out. It's like, oh my gosh, I feel so calm. I came in really stressed, but I feel so calm even a couple of minutes in once the needles are in. So it's very cool. Um, the very back of the tongue, the root of the tongue is the kidney energy. And we say in Chinese medicine, the kidney is the root of all things. So in terms of if we're going to look at the energy of the organ system as though it is like a gas stove, if the kidney is the pilot light that keeps all the burners going, that's what its role is. It's really the foundation. And then the other organ systems are the elements on the stove. So the stomach and spleen, the 
um, liver, the heart, you know, the rest of it. it. It's just the elements on the stove. So the kidney is the root of all things. The stomach area, which is right located in the middle, is also the middle of the tongue. So again, I, you know, this is not a, um, I, we could take a full couple of day course on this and this isn't what, uh, this is not what this is about. So I just hope that that was really insightful and have you thinking and wondering what your tongue looks like and what it means. And I've certainly had people, people who have a geographic tongue know they have a geographic tongue because it's obvious because like, oh, I've had it my whole life. So what does that mean? Right? So we didn't go and talk about that, but that is a certain kind of tongue. And we've talked so much, just reach out to us and let us know more and about your case and we will help you. And there are lots of things to help. It may, like you have a disposition. So even when you're in full balance, like myself, I could still have like a little fat tongue. And by the way, since menopause, my tongue is actually skinnier than it used to be, which is kind of cool. So it used to be more swollen. Like it used to be more the, swollen. The, okay, yeah, it was more thick, more swollen. <laughs> and again, that was my disposition. But now as uh, we go into the menopausal years where there's a natural decline of body fluids, it's actually reflected on my tongue, which is so kind of cool. That is so cool. Yeah. So if you're interested in this, like certainly peruse through all of our podcasts and if you're watching youtube certainly there's a gazillion youtube videos as well so subscribe and share and share to everybody you know because this is really important information that uh, can be helpful in their lives and in your life